Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We are your hosts, Christina and Abby. Michelle couldn't be with us today, but she did send me some of her MVPs, LVPs, some of her quotes. So um, I will include that when we're talking about everything. But first, me and Abby are going to get you started with talking about The Bachelor. It's been a while since we've started with The Bachelor, but I feel like this is a good one to start with because so much happened this episode. I feel like he's really starting to form some pretty serious connections. Yeah. And okay. I just want to start off by saying that he is the best bachelor. Mm -hmm. He's, I know we've said that before, but he's just so sweet and genuine. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I, I can't remember liking one as much for in a long time yeah I agree I mean or maybe ever now that I think about it I don't think we've had this one this nice it, now mind you not we ha- nice but he like listens yes and he's funny dude he's quirky he's kind of airheady I love him yes and he'll like own it I yes he I- makes fun of himself it's great um so I gave my MVP to Maria Okay, I did as well because you know that she's been one of my top favorites. Yes. I was wondering how long she was there just to create drama. And she was kind of, I I think she's a lot of the viewers' favorites. But to actually see her one-on-one date with Joey without Sydney around, without the drama, I was like, holy shit. Like He he really likes her. He really likes her because sometimes you don't know if they if he they really like them or they're still kind of there because of the producers and I'm like for the first time I truly saw their chemistry um I think I've seen chemistry between them before but I think that this was different I mean obviously like even their banter you know in the limo was adorable but mm-hmm. having that the the pretty woman date is um I mean, that, that date doesn't go to just anyone. No. And this was the first time that I thought. Actually, I thought she was going to be posted something. Okay. I always thought she was going to be a front runner or, you know, towards the end, but this is the first time where I was like, I don't know spoilers. You do. I was like, oh, she could go all the way. Mm -hmm. And I never thought that before. Okay, so on Zach's season, Gabby got the Pretty Woman date. On Clayton's season, it was Susie. On Matt James' season, it was Rachel. So two, both of those won, Susie and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Well, then, yes. And then um, Gabby was all, the runner-up. Uh, interesting. There was not a pretty woman date on Peter season, which is interesting, but also he had the 2020 like COVID season, so maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Um Colton was Kaylin and she was third. Ari was Becca and she was his original winner. Um he actually had 
a second one, it looks like. Yeah, he had one in, in week two and week six. Weird. And Jacqueline got the second one. Um, Nick Vial did not have one. Ben Higgins went to Becca, which she was his. Oh, wait. Becca got like six, but still. Um, Chris Souls went to Jade and she got fourth. Uh, or third. Um, Juan Pablo's went to some chick Renee. I don't even know any of these people, so I'm gonna stop here because this is where Juan Pablo. You're like I'm just reading. I'm just reading names at this point. <laughs> There's more, so I don't know. I mean, Juan Pablo was Renee. Sean Lowe was Leslie. Ben Flanick didn't have one, and Brad Womack he was the first to ever have one, and his was Chantel. So. Yeah, I don't watch any of those seasons. No, I started watching a Crystal season. So I've been watching since 2015, apparently. So so I watched seasons one through... I watched Jesse Palmer's. I don't know what number he was. I need, I need to look and see what I did. But I, I, I watched the first one. I watched Andrew Firestone. I watched Aaron something. I, I watched, watched Jesse the first Palmer. one. I've watched, huh? I've gone uh, back and watched the first one and then I've watched like a couple other random ones but you know who I really want to watch that I haven't Juan Pablo because he's like very controversial I'll watch that with you I mean not anytime soon because I have too many other things on my list but I'll go back and watch that with you and then when I picked up again I just randomly turned on my tv one day and Bachelor in Paradise was on and so I thought it was interesting, but I didn't know any of the people. So oh. I started watching. What season? I forgot. I think it was the third one. Okay. And, or maybe it was the second one and I stopped watching because I didn't know the people. But when I got into it, I, I again, turned on my TV and The Bachelor was on. I was like, I'm going to watch this so I know The Bachelor. And Par I think they were maybe on back then at the same time. I don't know. Anyways, it was Ben Higgins season. And I didn't start it at the beginning. I started it like in the middle. Gotcha. Okay. And that's when I started watching again after years break. Okay. Well, I would love to go back and watch like I've never seen Juan Pablo, but I'd also like to watch Chris Soul season again. The first season I ever watched. Not just because it's the first season I ever watched, but because we got like really big still in Bachelor Nation names from that season. Like Caitlin Pistro, Jade, Ashley Iconetti, um, Carly Waddell, all of these people are all from the, that same season. Becca Tilly. Um, oh my God. Okay. I didn't realize they, they're yeah. all from the same season. So I would love to go back in and watch that again, too. Yeah, that was a well casted season. I just know all them, obviously, because of Bachelor in Paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it was like a really. Um, a lot of, a lot of people came from that season. So, um, so, okay. did, you, did you have an honorable MVP? Yes, I had two. Who did you have? Kelsey T and Lexi. That's who I had. Cause I was thinking about doing Lexi as the MVP. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I wanted to do somebody who was, who was still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I was proud of her and Joey for, you know, sure. Very. And then of course, you know, I love Kelsey T and they had a great one-on-one date. So I was, I was interested to see your thoughts on Lexi. I thought you would, you would be on the same page as me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, I thought that she handled herself really well. Um, as far as like the whole, I mean, really the whole situation is concerned. And, um, yeah, I mean, you just, she knows what she wants and she's not willing to, to settle. To wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So good for her. Yes, for sure. And, um, yeah, I agree with you. Kelsey T had a really good one-on-one date. Um, it kind of surprised me that she got the one-on-one date. Um, just because like, honestly, I thought that he was going to give it to, um, like Daisy or somebody that he had a one-on-one with early on. Cause we are like kind of getting down to people, you know? I mean, yeah, yes, we have five episodes left, including the women tell also like four bachelor episodes left, but I mean, think you think one of them's the finale. One of them is, uh, fantasy suites. One of them is hometowns so we really only have one more episode until hometowns mm-hmm. i bet daisy gets it gets the next one-on-one i mean gets a one-on-one next episode i think um i think it kind of looked like that in the preview but i i don't know because the last preview that they had was like not just for this episode um because I thought it was possible that Daisy would get a one-on-one this episode, but she didn't. And so um, I was like, oh, for it, so it's for the rest of the season. And then I thought that again during the preview for next episode. So I'm like, okay, are they, they're playing with me. And then I'm like, <laughs> who did you give your LVC to? I mean, I guess. This was hard for me. I definitely was not going to give it to Jess mm-hmm. because for me, even from the way I just liked her the first episode and she never, she never kind of showed that, that entitled attitude again. I really started to like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that she handled that him, you know, like, I mean, basically he, didn't just break up with her. I mean, he was just like, he broke up with her in the middle of a group date. And I don't know. I just thought she handled herself well. So I'm going to give it to Leia. I gave mine to Leia as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think she was very overconfident this episode. Um, and I mean, confidence is good, but it's also like, you have to know the situation that you're in. And I feel like she wasn't um, maybe as aware of what was going on as um some of the other girls like Caitlin for example how she had like had that conversation with Joey um I think she kind of definitely knew she was going home but she handled it with like grace and you know just completely opposite of Leia however I do gotta give her um a quote Okay, you do the quotes. I, I I didn't have any quotes. Well, I have three. I, okay, so she okay. says, 
Um, there is more pressure this week, but pressure makes diamonds. <laughs> and I liked that. And then Jen, she said, when I was studying abroad, I learned how to say I'm not wearing any underwear, but I don't know that one anymore. Yeah. She's funny. She makes some sexual, like, undertone comments. Like, honestly, she, Jen. She's made some. She said something else that was very sexual, like to Joey, but very just like under you know. radar, kind of. Didn't she make yeah. that? No, 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 no. That was. I mean, it, under the radar. I don't know. I don't know. I'd say under the radar because it, it was very blatant, but just more so than the other. She's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jenna. She doesn't shy away from that, you know. And also, she was kind of one of the only ones who really made themselves stand out in that group date. Maybe yeah. Jen did an honorable mention. No, I, I didn't write it down, so I won't do that. But <laughs> but, but she should. Um, okay, so, and then Maria, she said, um, So have you learned any French? And Joey says, I have tried, but nothing has really has stuck. Um, it was very hard. And Maria says, why? That's what she said. And Joey just says, good one. So I love it. I just loved their little banter. So had to give it to them there. Yeah, they're cute. Mm -hmm. Adorable. I love them. Um. Okay, so what are your thoughts um, so far, going into, obviously, Leia and Caitlin are eliminated. We have our top six being Rachel, Kelsey, Maria, um, other Kelsey, Kelsey A, and Kelsey T, um, Daisy, and... Who am I missing? Jen, duh. Um, God, I feel like I feel like um, this solid final six, and honestly, these women are also so good that it like this is not the year. If there's gonna be, there's rumors that um the Golden Bachelorette might be replacing like bachelor in paradise this year and it's not confirmed abc has not said anything about bachelor in paradise but just because that's supposed to air in the fall people think that um so it's interesting because i feel like last season yes none of the couples lasted it wasn't the best season but that doesn't mm -hmm mean that that's going to be like that every season like there's been like so many successful seasons of bachelor in paradise and this group of women is so strong it would like almost like it would really disappoint me if we never get to see them again i know god i really hope that doesn't happen especially after this season i would love to see a lot of these women I know. even a couple that, that got let go a couple weeks ago so mm-hmm yeah, and ratings are up, so I feel like, I don't know, it's it's a good thing for um, for them to continue with this group of women, because it's not just like, 
yes, I mean, we all love Joey. Like, yes, Joey's a, a huge reason as to why the season is so successful. But also, like, it's so successful because of all the women on the show. Those, yeah, that's what makes the show. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they'd be really doing themselves a disservice if this was the year that they decided to do that. Um, but I don't know if it's too late because they already have the Golden Bachelorette like slotted and announced. Oh, they better. Uh, I think that would be a horrible but decision. Also, Bachelor in Paradise used to air in like May. So I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that means that we'd have like year round Bachelor, but whatever. As far as I'm concerned, like, I don't know. It's not like the best thing, but also we basically have year round Bachelor anyways. It's mm -hmm. not really that different. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I agree. Or move it um, to Hulu. Huh? Or just move it to Hulu. <laughs> yeah, is that where The Bachelor is on the platform it's usually on? Yeah, I think it is. I, it, whatever platform it's on, if I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but I think that it is Hulu. And um, just move it to Hulu like they did with Love Island to Peacock. I'd be good with that. Me too. Just don't get rid of it, please. Okay, so do you have any final thoughts on The Bachelor before we move on to Vanderpump Rules? No, let's 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 go. Okay, so who was your MVP? Um I really wanted it to be like I did James as my MVP. Me too. I mean, I did. I, I, I did James as my MVP. Um, I think he's doing really, I mean, like he had that little like house party and he's the one who's like really getting the friends together, you know, like he's like kind of like the guy. He had his conversation with Lala about um, sobriety and then at the end when he gets Graham back from Lisa. Yeah, yeah what did it for me so yeah he was definitely the main focus I felt like this episode mm -hmm. and then my LVP was Sheena give her an LVP on our for your LVP okay so who was your LVP Tom really Mm -hmm. why give me your reasons it's one reason okay um just that she said that she like does not give a fuck about tom's mental health and like basically he can go kill himself which was i don't know it was like the pool scene she's in the pool with the girls and i just and then she had the confessional right after and i just like I don't, I, she can say whatever she wants about Sandoval as far as, like, him cheating and him being, like, complete scum and all of this, but when people are, like, trying to address, like, real mental health with somebody, um, I just, I don't, I don't agree with her response, and that's the one and only reason why I gave it to her, because I just think mental health. Um really really serious and yeah 
I can see that, but I'm not making excuses for her. It's just she knows this man inside and out. I mean, they were together for 10 years. They were friends for years before then. I, uh, this may be a very dense, ignorant question, but do narcissists commit suicide? I think anyone can commit suicide. Okay. Okay. I just, I, I, I think, I, I don't know. I just, I think Tom's role playing and I think, which is a horrible thing to say, because you always want to take, you know, threats like that serious. But mm-hmm. I did agree with Ariana in the pool when she said, like, Tom is nothing like Lisa's brother. Like, there is true depression and there is depression from, I mean, he was, it's only been three months. <clears throat> I don't know if I, I, luckily, I've never experienced true depression. But would you be going to film a TV show, whatever show he went and filmed? Would he be like, are are you still able to function if you're like so depressed? I mean, I think there's definitely functioning depression. Yeah. Um, Yes. Depression. A lot of the time people just like think about it. Like you're like laying on your couch, you can't move, you can't do anything. Like, yes, like that definitely happens. And that is a form of depression. But I think that there's also like, and although his is self-induced and I'm sure different from Lisa's brother in that way, um, regardless of why it happened, I, I think in my opinion, um, I guess, like, I don't know, like, enough facts about it, but I just feel like, I just think that um, people can, when your life is completely flipped upside down, Mm -hmm. regardless of why it happened, a lot of people, and I believe that, like, Tom is doing this, too, is he's just, like, completely spiraling, and, um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm not, I, I think Tom is, I, I like, I'll give him an LVP honorable mention. Like, I don't like Tom in any way. I just think that mental health is really serious. And yeah, I do think that Tom can be depressed about the situation because he thought he was going to have this girlfriend afterwards. He thought he was going to be with Raquel. He didn't think it was going to come yeah. out like this. He ended up being like the most hated person in America, basically, you know, like he, had at our like look at ariana right now she's like in chicago like literally because of this whole blow up and he had the adverse effects of that and people were coming down on him equally or maybe even harder than they were praising her and like supporting her and so yeah i mean i i would imagine i can't imagine not being in a depression um if that was the case regardless if it was self-inflicted or not yeah I can see that and I guess that was a pretty stupid question like can people with that are in serious depression function because I mean there's functional alcoholics there's functional so I mean you never know truly what is someone is is going through internally I think Ariana's standpoint is, okay, this is the boy who cried wolf. 
you yeah. know, like he's doing this for attention. He's doing this. So people feel bad for him. He's doing that, you know, so. And look, and- as far as like the cheating goes, as far as the house goes, as far as any of that goes, I am team Ariana. Like I am not team Tom in any way. I just like, like I said, like the one and only reason I just think me- mental health is so important and for her to dismiss it like that. Um, she can hate him all she wants, but you shall still, I don't know. There is a type of karma in the world that you should not wish death on people. That's, you just shouldn't. No, a hundred percent. Never. I don't know. Did she actually say, I don't remember that, like he can go ahead and die or what? I mean, I I don't know. I I thought she was just rolling her eyes. I wish I wrote down the quote, but it was, like, in her com- confessional or whatever, right after that scene, she was, like, call me a bad person, but, like, I don't really care. And it's, like, okay, well, hmm, LVP. So I felt. <laughs> I think also, again, not to make excuses for her or, or him, but, man, this is, they started filming this three months after the fact, like, this shit's still super fresh. Okay, so let's see what Michelle said. Michelle said her MVP was James and her LVP was Sandoval. And her quote is, I would rather eat a jean jacket, Katie. And Ka- or Katie said that. Katie said, I would rather eat a jean jacket. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Yes. So did you have any... Well, uh, yeah, speaking of quotes... Um, I, I had three. Me too. Okay, go. Okay. Okay. So my first one was Ariana talking about the Lyft driver and how he doesn't have any clue. She's like, I don't think he has any clue how many people want to talk to him. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't know like who that she's famous or who she is. Right. She was just this girl in his car that was fighting with her boyfriend. Right, yeah. So I, I thought that was funny. And then um, my other two were actually from Lala. And um, for obvious reasons, this, you know, I have a lot, even though Lala can annoy the hell out of me, I have a lot of empathy for her. Um, she said, there's something about the rock bottom moment that changes everything when she was talking about getting sober mm-hmm. and then I love this one too that she said she said I cannot wear my trauma like a badge of honor anymore because I don't know I love that quote because it's it's just so accurate yeah a lot of people do that like this is what I've been through this is what has happened to me blah 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 and she's like you know so mm-hmm. both of those just resonated with me yeah, well, and that first one you said, do you, are you, I mean, you had a big celebration the other day. I did, and it was, you know, the year before I had tried March, I think, 15th, and I had made it to about November, and I had a relapse, um, and I'm, I love our group chat, because I, I put more on Twitter, you know? Mm-hmm more personal stuff on Twitter and my sobriety is just not something like I talk about like on Facebook or I don't know, you know, Twitter has 
kind of became my outlet years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Even when I was drinking. Um, but, but yeah, so not many people know. So it was great to share with y'all in the group chat, but I did, I had, I had one year of sobriety on the 23rd. Very, very proud of you. Thank you so much. I love you and all the support. And like I said, I mean, some my, my real life, some of my real life people, I say that even though I consider you and certain people, my real life people, even though we've never mm-hmm. met in real life, but you know, the people, my, my non-Twitter people, you know, if you know, but like, like I said, I don't talk about sobriety or broadcast or anything like on my Facebook page or anything like that. So, um, it, it was good to share with some people that I care about. So thank you for all your support. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super, super proud of you. So, um, yeah, I mean, congratulations and I hope the best for your future. I mean, I think like people say the first month is the hardest. So yeah, um, you've definitely got that down and now you've got yep. it down and yeah, I'm super, super proud of you for sure. Well, you know, James had made a comment like, you know, he had done it for his relationship last time. And then this time he was doing it for himself. And that is so true. Um, You have to do it for yourself. But I'll be totally honest. The person I did it for was the person that bothers us the whole time we're doing these podcasts. (laughs) I mean, I did I did it for Kyler. And yeah. obviously, therefore, I am doing it for myself. But, you know, I didn't do it because anyone gave me an ultimatum or I didn't do it because I got in trouble with the law or anything like that. You know, I just I mean, full disclosure, when your four year old comes up to you and it's like, I don't like it when you drink those cans, mommy. That what? Yeah. Your face. That was my rock bottom wasn't, oh, getting a DUI. I never drove when I drank. I was really smart about that. My rock bottom wasn't. Um, I mean, certain rock bottoms where people are, but that broke my heart. And that was in 2022 in March. And I was like, I'm, I'm done. Like, because yeah. How perceptive, right? She was like four, right? Yeah. Wow. Well, I know you're six now. Yeah. She was four. (laughs) And the wild thing that me and Mitch were talking about is like, it's not like, I mean, every, everyone's personality changes right after they've had a few, but I was never a aggressive or mean drinker. You know, it's not like you just weren't as present. I just don't think I was as present. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, my son who's my middle child, who's very happy, probably happier than Kyler. He was like, I hated it because you would like be try to be funny and you would laugh at yourself and I'm like that's not funny you know like stuff like that you know just my personality in that way would change but enough to where a four-year-old was like I don't like those cans that you drink wow that's crazy I can't believe a a four-year-old like I know that children are aware that's very perceptive for a four-year-old wow so that's when I stopped. Whoa. I shared really personal stuff right there. But yeah. So. Well, thank you for sharing, Abby. So I did. I, I really enjoyed this whole this whole episode. Yeah. 
because it was a lot about recovery and legit recovery. Like Lala's a a legit, you know, legit in recovery. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay. So moving on, what were your quotes? Um, Okay. So Lisa, she says, don't be a people pleaser. Just go where your gut tells you. Um, Who, Who was she talking to? Short. Sheena? Short. Okay. God, she was, she talked to a lot of people. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was Sheena. It was, it was Sheena and Lala at the very beginning. Okay. So, yep. Yeah. Cause she was, did Schwartz and Sandoval last episode, right? And she was, yep. did a scene with James and then Sheena and Lala this episode. Yep. Okay. Um, and then Schwartz and Sandoval have this conversation. Schwartz says, I'm not saying to let them walk all over you, but tell, uh, but let them feel those feelings for a couple minutes. And Sandoval says, it's been five months. And Schwartz yeah. says, what's five more minutes then? Yeah, I did like that. Schwartz. Mm-hmm. And then, um, James, I thought was like, showed growth in him too when he was had his um moment with lisa and graham and all that he says my first thought is ali you know and having to make this work but like there's a reason this is happening and like this is meant to be yeah that's wild how graham found it got his way to vanderpump dogs right yeah had been fostered for two months. So basically like the entire time Raquel was in rehab then. Yeah. I don't understand why she, this is what, this is something else. Like why was she just not giving back to James? That was so shitty. She's my LVP. She's not even on the show. <laughs> I'm it. Might as well be. They talk about her enough. I know. Right. She definitely should have come back to the show. I honestly kind of hope she does next season. I don't know if it's I do too. that, but I think would have been a very different season if she had come back. Yeah. Especially In a good way. Even though I don't like her. I think it would have made it more interesting. I did think it was interesting that um we learned that Raquel hadn't like she thought she stopped talking to Sandoval when he went to Special Forces and he was like expecting to talk to her when he came back and she never talked to him again. I know. I think that's very interesting. She used and it. Good for her. Her. She obviously she obviously got some clarity while she was in there. Right. Um, okay, so do you have any final thoughts on Vanderpump before? <laughs> you know, that was my favorite episode so far, so hopefully it was good. Not that I loved it, but it's definitely more interesting than it has been. So Okay, so I'm going to talk about the challenge finale. Um, okay. And I have, like I said, Michelle's information here too. So I can say that. But um, full disclosure here, I had to work on Wednesday night. Um, and so I ended up not watching it for a little bit. And um, I, I know spoilers. So I was like, and obviously it's all over social media. So I was not concerned about um, knowing what happened before I watched it. And so I actually listened to the whole Challenge Mania recap 
and the Childish Mania podcast in interview with Emmanuel before I even watched the episode. So I feel like I have maybe a little bit of a different perspective um, on it. A little bit, maybe, because um, I did get to hear, like, you know, from Emmanuel and stuff but, um, before I watched it. Uh, one thing that Derek said that I thought was interesting and I tried to keep in mind um, was that he really liked this final and he thinks that a lot of the reason why it's getting complaints is because of um who the winner was and the people who were in the final but he was like pretty much like okay so like pretend like it was a different cast would people still be saying this is like such a terrible final and honestly i kind of agree with that (laughs) i don't think that it would because i was trying to like think like okay if this wasn't colleen and it was melissa like, if this wasn't Emmanuel and it was Jordan, and he and Jordan was running to the finish line right now, like, it would be normal. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it was a bad final. I really don't. I think that people really didn't like the finalists. Who was, yeah, participating in the final. Mm-hmm. But I have a slew of quotes. <laughs> a lot of them. Okay. Um, so... I'll start with um, Michelle's first. um, Her quote was by Colleen. Colleen says, Berna is playing the victim right now. She was. (laughs) Um, I got, I saw a lot of Berna hate on the timeline. Yeah. Well, she got both of our LVPs. So. Oh, okay. Um, Berna's terrible. Berna proved this episode. I mean, I'm glad, personally, maybe, that Berna made it to this final. Because she showed, during this final, why she should never be cast ever again. (laughs) So, yeah. That's my my thought on Berna. Um, Like I said, double LVPs over here. She was terrible. She, like, cried the whole time. She had a whole lot of, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't drink this. Why are you doing this to me? Anything else? Like, no. I'm I'm very... They had to drink one of those, like, gross smoothies at every checkpoint, and she just lost her mind. Did she ever quit? She didn't quit, No. Um, I, mean, I don't know what more annoying or bitching the whole time. Um, yeah, I would have rather seen her quit than. I'm. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that this happened because really, I think it hurts her chances of getting cast ever again. Last podcast, I said that I think that there will be um, at least a couple internationals on season forty. And so I named these three as people who I thought might be because they made the final. And um, now Burn is out. But I do think it's possible that Emmanuel and Colleen get callbacks for sure. They both performed really well. Um, okay, so going through my list of quotes here. Well, um, Mariah. She says, next time when I come back, I will be bigger and better. And then she like goes not bigger like this and does like a round thing over her belly or whatever she goes but like bigger <laughs> like strong it was funny so i really oh, you never that. know you never know there's a lot of people that show up pregnant apparently that's hilarious my mind did not go there but that's hilarious 
Um, okay, so then Colleen, I love this because her mindset was the complete opposite of Berna's. And she says, one of the biggest lessons I learned here is that you are your limit. If you are saying to yourself, I cannot breathe, I cannot go, then you cannot go. Get a champ's mindset and tell yourself you can win. So she's a mind over matter girl. Yes. Um, at one point, Narice sabotages Colleen and she says, Colleen, this is final and we're fighting for a lot of shit here. You're the only person out of everybody here that I wholeheartedly had your back the entire time. And every chance you had the opportunity to have my back, you never did. You actually did the opposite. Whoops. Well, um, okay. Wait, I have a, sorry. I'm, I'm interrupting. Um, yeah. if she had sabotaged Emmanuel, could she have she was also, that a bad choice? So she got to sabotage two people and she sabotaged okay. Emmanuel and Colleen. Okay. Okay. Emmanuel is first. Yep. Okay. Um, at the overnight portion, they're like kind of like daydreaming and they're like talking about like, um, like maybe TJ will show up and be like, since you guys stayed up all night, like you get two hours of sleep or like something like that. And Colleen says, do you guys know the same TJ that I know? It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was. Colleen, I, Colleen had a good episode. She had a good end, end to her season. That's for sure. Um, Narice, um, she yeah. says, okay, so. At one point, um, I already talked about Berna kind of wanting to quit, but then at one point, Corey wants to quit because they have to rappel down this, like, 700-foot cliff, and he is, like, terrified because not only do they have to rappel, but they have to rappel forward down this cliff, and so he really wants to quit, and he, at, at this point, is, like, doing really well and potentially has a chance at winning and tj's like quit over this like no no like you are not quitting like nobody's quitting everybody is doing this and like pretty much like made everybody do it and i watched that little clip mm -hmm. and tj was like this is this is a little cliff <laughs> 700 feet not so little but it's little i was like oh god but yeah, yeah I, I watched that freak out because people were making fun of him on Twitter. And I, I actually commented to one. I was like, mm, one of the best that's ever done it was terrified of heights and actually did quit over heights. So who are like, you talking were, about? I was talking about Darrell. Oh, mm -hmm. so I was like, late, basically like, like lay off. Like, I don't know. People are just finding a reason to make fun of him. Yeah. But, I and, and he did it. So let mm -hmm. him have his little breakdown. He yeah. didn't break down every single thing like Bernie did, right? No, but he really struggled with the balance beam. Um, I mean, he's just like a really tall, lanky, not animated yeah. guy. Um, I don't fault him, honestly, for struggling with the balance beam because there's going to be things that people struggle with. Um, but I bet you he has walked a few balance beams since then. Yeah. Well, your center, you know, as a personal trainer, I mean, the shorter you are, the better you're going to be your center of gravity, hence most gymnasts are really tiny, you know? Well, and also I don't think that he like knew how to maneuver it because Emmanuel, he like scurried, like he went like super, super fast. And um, Corey small was trying to go, yeah, but Corey was trying to go like slower 
Like, if Corey went faster, I think he would have done mm-hmm. better. But, um, yeah. Like, you just didn't know how to. But anyway, so Norris has a quote. We are at the final. First it was Berna, now it is Corey. Honestly, I'm like, y'all can both quit. Because then no matter what, I'm either getting first, second, or third. I'm getting money either way. Like, goodbye. <laughs> um... Emmanuel at one point says, I'm pushing myself because Norris is a puzzle queen. I need to stay calm, not panic, and keep doing what I did until now. Um, he's like failing at Sudoku at that point. Um, he ends up skipping. Yeah, in. her cheek kind of choked on those, even though those were her. Everybody, not one person did well on Sudoku. Okay. I don't know if it was like a really hard one, but um, everybody struggled with it. Colleen ended up getting it first out of everyone, but. Yeah. And then Berna copied off of her and then tried to say, like, I didn't copy. And it was, like, very clear that, like, yeah, she definitely copied. Mm. Which, like, obviously happens. But, and she had, they had worked together at an earlier portion and she had let her copy. But at this point, it was, like, kind of make or break. I don't think she was, like, expecting that to happen. But I guess that's kind of a rookie mistake on Colleen's part for sure. Um, Norris has a quote. She says, I've already overcome so much in this entire game to make it to this point. What's one more fear? Let's just get this done. Prove to yourself, Norris, that you can do this. Um, because at one point they had to, there was a checkpoint where they had to go dive into the middle of like water, look at an answer key, and then replicate it. Um, Marie says, I'm always constantly having to fight and prove to people that I am who I say I am. This is literally literally a dream come true of mine since I was like a little girl. And I told myself after coming here last season, all I want to do is win a final for myself, for my family, for my friends. Um, Berna, she doesn't know how to do math. And so at one point she has a quote that says, I went to circus school, no math. I went to acting school, no math. I'm not a stupid girl. I know that. I just... I've really never had the math. <laughs> it's funny. I feel I'm, I'm with you. Or I'm with her. Um, during the Sudoku portion, Narice said it was is struggling, and she says, "Do you know how annoyed I am right now? I do Sudoku and pen." <laughs> um. And at the very end, Narice, and when she's like kind of running towards the finish lining, she says, someone once told me that even when you feel like you can't go no more, you still have like 30% left in you. I She says, I think the fact I used to watch this as, uh, as a kid and I'm actually here and making my dreams come true. Um, I'm so happy this Ooh, is over. Just- because my body needs a rest. I think I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> Did only the first place win? Or are you Sorry, are you done with quotes? Yep, I am. Actually. Um, did just Emmanuel get money or did Nerys? Yes. So um, Emmanuel yes. got first place. He got $250,000. I gave him my MVP. And Michelle also gave... Um, him an MVP. I gave an honorable mention to Narice. Um, she came in second place. She got sixty thousand dollars. And um, 
that was the only MVP honorable mention that I gave. But Michelle gave an MVP honorable mention to both Norris and Colleen because Colleen got third and she got $30,000. Wow, good for her. Was Emmanuel really far ahead of them or was it close at all? Um, I guess I don't know exactly how far it was. It seemed like Norris wasn't that far behind him, but it was like far enough that she wasn't going to catch up. Um, yeah, but I guess we never like really Emmanuel know that. And but... were waiting for Colleen for a bit of time. Also, okay. Corey was the first person who had um, four, four flags. They needed five flags. There was, like, different checkpoint things. Um, and uh, pretty much the reason why he didn't win is because of the balance beam. Oh, wow. So he really could have taken it except for that. Mm-hmm. There were different points um, during this final that it really could have been anybody's game besides Berna's. It was never, Berna was never winning this, but um, everybody else. Norris also, part of the reason why I like, I gave her, um, she was, was put into elimination again. She beat Mariah, knocked Mariah out of the final um, in the very beginning before the up all night portion even happened. Um. Hmm. But I also didn't know um, that Colleen, she's like a certified scuba diver. So she actually, when she started to kind of get ahead and do well, um, was at that swimming checkpoint. And then also she did really well at the other checkpoints. Like, honestly, I could see both Norris and Colleen being challenge champions in the future. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Especially Norris, but... Um, yeah, Colleen, she like definitely has her flaws and like downfalls, but she's really good at keeping her composure through it and also um, doing really well at like other things that to kind of counterbalance it. Or maybe she just looked good because Verna looks so bad. I don't know. <laughs> she looked good this episode for sure. Um, but yeah, so that kind of wraps up the season for the challenge, but I say kind of because we still have a reunion and we are doing custom scoring points for the reunion. So there's no like, um, actual fantasy points for the reunion. Peter doesn't do anything for them, but you will be able to reset your lineups for the last time for the reunion next week to, so that we will be able to, um, crown a fantasy league winner and we've never done reunion stuff before but we talked about it a little bit in the um fantasy chat and it seemed like something that a lot of people were up for so we're gonna try it cool i may watch the reunion just to see all the champs come back right <laughs> all together um Okay, so that's my final thoughts on the challenge. Moving on to the traders, good easy transition here because my MVP was CT. Okay, so this was hard for me because they didn't have an ending. So I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know if these decisions are going to be good or not. Mm -hmm. Right? So my MVP was CT and my LVP was unfortunately Phaedra. Yeah. Yeah, for making um, that blatant decision. I think CT would have stuck with her till the end, except she 
in the challenge made outed it herself. outed herself completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So me and you and Michelle are all on the same page this week. We all have CT as our MVP. Michelle says he's protected by both sides. Um, I also, all three of us also had Phaedra as our LVP. She says she got CT against her somehow with the Trishelle Foley when she was basically golden with him before this. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... You don't think MJ is going to vote for Phaedra, though, right? You think she's going to vote for Peter? I think she's probably going to vote for Peter, but if she's smart, she'll vote for Phaedra. I mean, I feel like if they vote out Peter and they find out that Peter's a faithful, though, they know that Phaedra's a traitor. Mm -hmm. No, Phaedra's done. Mm -hmm. Either this week or next week. I just... For sure. I did give an MVP honorable mention to Kate because she was killing it with the quotes at the beginning of the episode. I literally Girl, have- all my quotes are Kate. Yes, I like literally stopped writing Kate quotes. I did too. I just like I, I can't. can't. Yeah. But, um. Okay, you go first. Okay, so Kate, she says, "I mean, she's not really giving me a choice here, but I do love a dramatic cloak, and I do love a VIP club." And I do love, I do love secret. secret. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm a trader now. It might be fun. Yep. That was mine. Okay. And then um when they uh when they are in the I don't know, the little trader meeting thing, she says, Well, um, Kevin's pretty annoying sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think it was at breakfast she said Peter puts a dick in dictator. um or no maybe that wasn't because then she says signed sealed delivered you're dead god she had so many good ones and then um yeah she had uh michelle had one from kate as well it was i'm gonna go for ct because i'm going alphabetically for real okay that was one of mine that was hilarious um what are your what are the rest of yours? We can go off all of our Kate quotes and then I'll finish off with a cup the couple others that I have. Okay. Well, I had the I do love I had your first one. I had Michelle's one and the other one I had from her. I like you said, I probably could have written down 10. I but she goes, This is why I don't smear, smoke marijuana. I get too paranoid. And then she like goes into detail. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. Then she yeah, and then the whole rambling after it. Yes. Um, was iconic so funny yes so those are my three from her did you have any others I had one with uh, that Phaedra said that I thought was funny what was that when she was she was like oh you so you've been in it Kate was like with Dan from the beginning Phaedra makes a face and she's like it was like eating dry toast with no butter (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious I had a Phaedra quote too um it was at the round table the Peter. Oh, yes. Quote, yes. This is not The Bachelor, and I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose. And that, then that's been on my quote list. I'm, since... I'm angry right now. Yeah. That was hilarious. That's been, I mean, that's been in like every preview. And I'm like, when when is this episode gonna air so I can put this on my quote? Yes, finally. Um, and then I had three others. One for Shell. She said, um, red flag, you're a traitor. And then CT has two. Um, he says, it's one t- thing to think like a traitor. It's another thing to play like a traitor. 
And then I thought it was hilarious. He's talking to somebody and he goes, it was just a little sus. Suspect. <laughs> so it's like he was like trying, like he was trying to act like he was like, like he's like, it, he does all these shows. So he's like in with like the lingo. He knows what, you know, people who are maybe a little younger than him say. And so he like says it. And then like, as soon as it comes out of his mouth, he's like, I can't believe I said that. And just says like, suspect. <laughs> so funny. I thought so. Those were my quotes. I am so impressed. I know we talked about this last week, but I am so impressed with him. Yeah, I love CT so much. Um. Okay. So, do you have any final thoughts about anything, yeah. any of these shows before we wrap up? Then. Okay. No. Okay. I think. Um, I don't know. I think the traders. What I'm looking forward to next episode. Yeah, me too. Only I need to finish. I don't want a cliffhanger like that. You know, right? But they have like, to let's they move it along. And Peter both to be in the next episode. Mm-hmm. This is our worst case scenario, where we might lose one of these people. Listen, I really think. I mean, if who's left? I mean. CT, Phaedra, Trishel, Peter, and Kate mm-hmm. have carried, right? John yeah. has had some good moments. Sheree and MJ. MJ was, she said she was kind of there at the beginning, but she's disappeared. Sandra really hasn't been around that much. I mean, MJ could steal the show next week. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. So, Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.